This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> it's a funny show. I've, I've been enjoying that... Uh, so when I'm not playing Red Dead Redemption, I'm playing, <laughs> I'm watching Letterkenny, uh, or sleeping, or working, and that's... It's a nice full life, man. It's what I've been doing over Christmas, hmm. since, well, since the last time we talked here on the podcast. Hmm. How was your New Year? Uh, work. Ring in the New Year? Yeah. Did you drink a little champagne? Um, Wish folks a little New Year? I had Happy a little, uh, I had some uh, apple brandy. <laughs> to ring in the new year right at midnight yeah after after we had closed down and everything and and not right at midnight but yeah with some of the guys up at work well that's nice and then uh hung out there till just after midnight helped throw up some chairs drove home i was in bed by 10 o'clock on new year's eve yeah uh because i had to leave the next morning bright and early woke up at about six to go to arkansas for a business trip a business trip that's mm-hmm. right i'm i'm a multi-state businessman now yeah. i'm a magnate if you will so so a powerful figure in my community is, and industry. Do we, do we have a large audience in in Little Rock? In Little Rock, I'm sure we do. Okay, yeah. I, I I was I was shaking hands. I was doing deals. Good, good, good. Like I do. Uh, I can expect our numbers and our advertisement from Little Rock to be <laughs> pouring in at any moment. That's right. No, actually, the takeaway from the trip, fantastic trip, by the way. Rented a vehicle to go down there and could have put the miles on my car. Yeah. You know that's what that's what us rich folks do. Man. What did you rent? We rent cars. Um, we just we just rent them. You know? Yeah, cars, people, people whatever, whatever yeah, we whatever want. Whatever you want to rent. rent them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I rented. Uh, so uh, and on the website, on, and I go through Priceline. It's very cheap. It's very nice. Yeah. Not that I can't afford it because I'm rich. William Shatner's but, never uh, steered me wrong. <laughs> so you select the size of vehicle, and that's it. You can't select the make or the model. And I selected a a uh, I think it was the one up from a counter the full size sedan. Mm-hmm. Get there and they're like, "You're going to be in a Ford Fusion." I'm like, "Okay, Ford Fusion, nice little car." Ford Fusion. You said a full Ford size Fusion. sedan. That's 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 a coupe. No, the fu- No, the Fusion. No, yeah. the Fusion's four door, big ass vehicle. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. You're thinking of the the Focus is a little one. Oh. And I think Ford isn't. Though the Fiesta is really small too. Do, do they still make Ford Fiestas? I don't know. Do yeah. they? I don't know. Anyways, this is Ford Fusion, and I get yeah. it. First thing I first thing I realize is there's no key. It's 2019, so you, you push the you know it's 2019. We're pushing buttons to get things going now. So somebody could only somebody could just get in your car and push the button. Well, I think you got to have the little fob, little fob oh. knobber. Okay. Thing with you. So I push the button, get it started. You got to put your foot on the brake and then hit the button. It's all very complicated. And then I realized, so I hit the button like six and seven times because I don't, it doesn't seem, it doesn't appear that the vehicle's on mm-hmm. because the, the shifter now is, it's on, it's by the door, isn't it? No, 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 no. Oh. But it's, it's, so they used to be like this, mm-hmm. right? But uh, behind the steering wheel, you pull forward and then go down to the drive or park yeah, or what have yeah. you. Or in the center, you would go back and forth to drive and park and so mm-hmm. forth. Now it's a knob in all these new cars. Yeah. It's a knob on the console. You just, oh, you just yeah, turn yeah, it yeah. to drive. Yeah, yeah. I've seen so, so, okay. So then I realized it's on. And then I realized that the reason that I didn't think that it was on is that this is the hybrid model. Ugh. Yeah. So yeah, I know. I know. So that's what I was like, ah, oh, great. 
It's part of electricity. Okay, I'm fine. So how was the drive to Fort Smith, Arkansas at 35 miles an hour? No, actually, I'll tell you this. Well, I broke a hundred several times. What? Yeah, I don't. I don't fuck around. I don't. I'm trying to get somewhere. I don't. I keep my eyes open for the pigs, and I don't. I don't fuck. I don't driving like a guy with no warrants here. <laughs> I just don't play. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to get somewhere, and that's. Yeah. And then if they stop me, that's what I'll say. I'll be like, oh, no, but I'm, just, I'm trying to get somewhere. Yeah. Was I driving unsafe, officer? Seriously, because it should not be illegal to go over the speed limit if you're driving safe. If there's <laughs> if there's weather, if there are conditions where you cannot see. Yeah. You you know once you get a little bit past out the city, two lane highways where they where they open it up to seventy miles an hour, blah blah blah. A- you 80, should, eighty is fine. Yeah, you should no. You should be able to go ninety a hundred if you want to. Well, I I, I think I, once if you're driving safe, like if you're going down forty four fifty five, you know, right, which is the way I, I headed down there. Yeah, yeah. So you, I'm seventy miles an hour zone. If you're moving at eighty, most people are moving about about seventy seven to eighty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was and see, I would consider that. Like safe driving. I think the saying, cruise control to ninety six. Okay. <laughs> I said I don't. I'm, I'm trying to get somewhere. I'm not trying. I'm, if you want out your marriage that bad, <laughs> I mean, come on. It's not. It's not. And man, these new cars. Let me tell you, you don't even feel. You don't even. It feels. Yeah. Like I like to give you an example. Twenty nineteen Ford Fusion. Uh huh. I'm driving along and I'm kind of behind some people. There's some semis, whatever. You know. I'm, kind of trying to get past. I'm not in a dick way, but I'm, I'm waiting my turn, you know, I'm just on the highway doing my thing. And I'm like, oh, God, why are we going so slow? Look down, 88 miles an hour. You don't feel in these new cars. Hmm. Perfectly safe. Perfectly, it's it's fine to drive 96 miles an hour. Huh. It is. You get there. Got there in about six hours. One tank of gas for the for the trip back, because I was like, I'm really going to watch the needle this time, because I filled up right before I left. Hmm. One tank of gas, $25 from Fort Smith, Arkansas to St. Louis, Missouri. Because it, it recharges while you hit the brakes. It recharges while you hit the brakes, and it recharges if you let off the gas. And as you're coasting, it recharges the battery. Really? It's, it was magical. I was like, this thing, this is incredible. Wow, the wonders of science. I, I was blown away. Yeah. I was like, maybe you guys are right with all your sci-fi movies and yeah. stuff. And like, to think, it only took us 100 years to get the electric car to, to market. <laughs> First cars were electric. Yeah. I, I, I listened to THC. You yeah, know that. that's true. I actually listened to THC on the way down there. Did you? Yeah, I what listened episode? to the one... Uh, it was recent. I don't remember. They aliens? Oh, uh, Nick Redfern. Re- yeah, I yeah, think Redfern. so. Redfern's really good. I I cannot stand his accent though. So yeah, I have a hard time. Yeah, it's tough listening to that. That weird. It's 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 like Manchester, England, but yeah. then also Australian <laughs> in places. Yeah. And it's just a garble. It's like, come on, man, what are you doing? Spit it out. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a great drive, and. Um, then the cruise control on these new cars. So you set, you set, you can say, I don't know if they're car lengths because it's like three little bars, but you can set it one, two, or three bars, mm-hmm. and that's how many, that's how far you want to follow somebody. So it will brake for you, mm-hmm. and it had steering assist. So, yeah. so I'm basically like I'm in my hands on the wheel, but it would brake if somebody got in front of me. It would kind of keep me in the lanes. It wouldn't turn, but it would keep you in the lanes. I'm like, this is I gotta get I gotta get me one of them their Teslas. <laughs> drive yourself. Yeah, except except when it drives off a cliff because oh, the off. GPS Whatever. map is different than the actual physical map. Not yeah. every, not everybody's Michael Scott. Well, <laughs> he drove it into a lake. Oh, there's that's there's, what your precious technology gave me. There's document. Uh, yeah, there's document. There's, there's been there's, a couple accidents there, on the Teslas. There's yeah. one place in California which, uh-huh. like, the GPS is different than the physical landscape, and like three people have died in <laughs> in 
<laughs> driverless cars right there. No. And self-driving cars? Right? Yeah, it is. In one place? Yeah. In like one weird bend in like the mountains. Well, that's not the technology's fault. You should still be aware of your surroundings even if you're being driven well, yeah, sure, by an AI. Sure. But the point is like once, it, just once the AI sense. does enough of the work for you, you stop knowing how to do the work. I think that's one of the things that, that people realize about about technology. Like, no, it's, it's totally great. Mm-hmm. Like Until you totally check out. Yeah. Then un- you're in trouble. Until you're completely away <laughs> from the process. And then, yeah. like, you don't know. Like, in 20 years, every car is self-driving, but still has a steering wheel. Right? I guess. I guess. Would still have, like, a the manual Tesla model, override. Yeah, I feel so. Right? Yeah, yeah. So how many 15-year-old or how many, you know, 20-year-old kids are going to die because... Because they think the cars are self-driving. Well, because, no, the self-driving car had a, some sort of computer navigation glitch mm-hmm. and the, the kid didn't know mm-hmm. or had only dri- dr- driven manually two or three times in his life enough to pass the driving test, right? Right. And now he doesn't have the instincts. I was driving with my... That's interesting. Could you use could you use Tesla's autopilot to pass a driving test? That's my question. No, I don't. I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> think you would be able to. Um, well, because most new cars have that self-park now, too. Yeah. Which is the hardest part of the, you know, when you do that... So, my little brother thing. recently... Uh-huh. Uh, Sam? No. Joseph. Okay. Baby brother. Okay. Just got, uh, just got a new car, right? Right. Just turned 21 a couple months ago. It's got the parking assist? Little button it's, on there? it's only a couple years old. Right. But um, I'm not sure if it does or not. But he's still a little bit... He's not a great driver yet. Unsure of himself, yeah. So uh, I think me and Ryan were driving to uh, to Christmas Eve church service, <laughs> and Joseph was driving the car because he wanted to drive. Yeah. And we're like the whole time we're like critiquing what he's doing because <laughs> he's he has, cracking his balls, kind of a little bit, yeah. But be, not because he's a bad driver, but he hasn't developed the instincts, right? Because he's only been driving for about a year himself, right? Right. And this is his first car, yeah. So he hasn't developed the instincts. That uh, that you have once you're an adult, right? Of being able to know, okay, this is how to gauge what the road is doing, right? And what's right. probably going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah. with different. It's just drivers. kind of muscle memory. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. and it's in, it's instinctual. But I also don't think so. So women I, to me drive like that all the time, though. Yeah, but like it, you I, take I think a woman my age and a man my age, and to me, if I'm sitting in the passenger seat, mm-hmm. to me they look exactly like Joseph looked to you. Yeah, but, but I think that's just a different approach to problem solving too. Yeah, and like yeah. A, a, a woman isn't going to isn't looking at those factors. Like they're thinking about they're not thinking. Okay, is that person about to break or, or you know, or that person about to throw on the turn signal and turn, mm-hmm. or is that person about to shift lanes without throwing on the turn signal? You know, this they're thinking. Oh, what does that driver feel? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like that, pay, they, that paint job really this? makes that paint job makes that car look fat. <laughs> that billboard, woo! It's sexism, ten minutes in, I love it. Hey, it's fine, you know. It's well, great. Whatever. No, tropes uh, exist because they're grounded in reality. Like, I actually tropes had a, exist I, for a reason. It's true. I actually had a great conversation with my wife today. I don't know how great it was. I think she felt like it was a fight or like I was yelling at her. Yeah. And I did my dead level best. To be perfectly honest, I did my dead level best to bring it back to a point where I was trying to explain the things that I was feeling. Yeah. <laughs> the things you have to do in a marriage, Matt, let me tell you. Uh, how I was feeling and how and how the situation came across to me because of the way that I think. Yeah. And I, I really think, and I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe she's like, no, nah, fuck him. It was all wrong. But, but I, I was trying to 
Because it seemed like one of those things where it's like, okay, this is like, it's exactly like something that we always argue about, number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, it's, it's going to end the way that it always does. And I was trying to change both of those things and get her to see, no, 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 I'm saying these things not because you're an idiot or a moron, which is which is how I come across, but because this is how I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking ground level, right? And 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 to give kind of an example, it's like, you know, why is that why is that roll of wrapping paper there? Like you can say, Well, I put it there yesterday uh because I meant to move it in the bedroom. Yeah. And that's what you would say if you were a woman. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I don't give a shit that you were wanting to move it into the bedroom. Yeah. I don't give a shit if you wanted to shove it up your ass. Ground level, I'm, why is that wrapping paper there? Yeah. Does it, you know what I mean? Because that's how I, I can't, I don't, I don't think in terms outside of that. And so it's instantly always, it's like, oh, well, it was meant to go to the bedroom. Or, oh, Susie gave it to me because I was going to do this, but then I put it there because it didn't go to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about any of that. Why is it here? Yeah. Right? And that's not how you relate to women. <laughs> well, it doesn't go well. I'll tell you well, that. Well, in my experience. To be fair, <laughs> which you typically are. <laughs> in some in some cases, right. intent should be factored into no, the final conclusion. No, never. <laughs> in some cases, intent should be factored in the final conclusion. Though. In in an accident, right? A lifeguard guarding a pool. Mm. A kid accidentally drowns. <laughs> the lifeguard had every intention of Just guarding that pool. Right. pool. Right. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Maybe they're a shitty lifeguard. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were, you know, flirting with, with the other uh, lifeguards. The, yeah, or whatever. Right. You know, trying trying to get their dick wet. Mm-hmm. And so the kid, they weren't watching drowned. the pool, the kid drowned. Yeah. yeah. But if they're sitting in their stand, mm-hmm. and, you know, let's say they see the kid jump out, make every perf- effort to make every, perform CPR, uh-huh. but too late kid doesn't make it or kids weak however you know <laughs> right <coughs> dead kid <laughs> well you should factor into the lifeguards intent into that like they to, intended intent to save him yeah to save him yeah you know now main uh, multi uh, i mean <clears throat> freudian slip a lot of things <laughs> yeah you can factor intent into uh-huh like you want to have some sort of revenue flow into your family, right. even if you don't have, you know, the standard nine to five, right? And so that's what you want, and so part of your intention, you know, is the good thing. Is the good thing? Yeah. Maybe it, you know, is shrouded in bullshit. You, know, <laughs> you don't make any money doing it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There still is that intent to do something good. Yeah. You know? Now, household chores, I don't think. Should be factored into intent. Like that's 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 habitual. That's habit. Right. You know. But but also on in that note, you either have it you either have that or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. To a certain extent. I mean, because the way you're raised or whatever else, I mean, you know, and it just is. Yeah. I'm sad to say. Yeah. You know. I have a very strict chore regimen. You, you do. Know? You do, actually. Uh Mondays, always very tidy when I get here. Yeah. Mondays, I'll take out the trash. Next Monday, uh huh, I'll do the dishes. Monday <laughs> after that, it's the bathroom. Monday after that, bed sheets. Right. You know. Monday after that, a day of rest. Yeah. Monday after that, right. No choring. Right. No choring. Next Monday, <laughs> back to choring. Take out the trash. That's how everything stays sunny. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and as a single person, yeah, who is, you know is at work sixty hours a week, right, and the rest of the time Just playing Red generates Dead very small amount of amount of garbage, right. 
you know, only person in the bathroom, it. right? You know, only person making dishes, and right. I don't cook. I don't. I very often cook, or very rarely cook at right. home. You know, because it's what I do professionally. You know, it'd be like a prostitute taking time off to masturbate. It, <laughs> it it's it doesn't make doesn't logical work. sense. Yeah, <laughs> most chefs don't cook at home. Yeah, um, although a lot of them. Well, do. I was thinking, Matt, if the Xbox was just a little bit closer to the balcony, and maybe you could do this when it, when it's a little warmer, uh-huh. right? And it's winter time; it's cold. A little closer. In one, to where you could keep playing, mm-hmm. in one fluid, continual motion, mm-hmm. you could use a, the P-Jar straight, o- straight over the balcony. Yeah, but one, I don't- One fluid- I'm not going to- Fluid. <coughs> keyword I see, fluid. I see what you did there. Right. Fluid motion. Um, Just throwing it out there. I, don't, I wouldn't want to piss off the neighbors. I do live on the second story. <laughs> literally. So, yeah, I, I literally <laughs> wouldn't want to piss yeah. them off. Yeah. <clears throat> Besides, like you can just you can make a trip to the bathroom while you're still playing video games. Like there's crafting in the, in the Red Dead Redemption where you're just hitting the A button. See, I'm not like every four seconds. I, I will scream at my kids if they try, if they like last night I was playing PUBG, yeah. PUBG Mobile, and the kids like you know hey I want I don't know whatever the little shit asked for yeah and I'm like get the fuck out of here I'm can't I can't I'm playing I will not die as a result of you I might die but it will not be as a result of you. Yeah. Because if I die as a result of you, then you die. Yeah. yeah. Them's the rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> PUBG Mobile, I love it. Great stuff. Yeah. Well, it, you can take your bathroom break, but just take a controller. Right. You know, get into crafting mode. Uh-huh. Find a campfire, pull up the crafting menu, find something you want to craft a bunch of, <laughs> and just hit A every every four seconds while you're taking a piss. To make your then you go alchemy right up, or whatever. Go on right back to it, yeah. Right. I love him, Joe Bennett. Uh, are, you, are you turning all that money into more money, Dwight? Are you speaking of alchemy? <laughs> what is alchemy, man? There was a bit. There was a THC about that, wasn't there? Alchemy. I'm sure. Is it a real thing? Michael Wan was on earlier this year. Sesquahana Alchemy was the name of the show. It was one of the best ones of the year for THC, I believe. You want to talk about? Let's get this out of the way. Uh, alchemy about? is the. Transmutation of lead into gold. And that's all there is to it. There's nothing. There's no meta. There's no deeper le- level. It's an old, old practice of some old, old dudes, and they're ignorant and stupid. How stupid were they back in the 1500s? They thought they could turn lead into gold, and that was what alchemy was. And there's no- nothing deeper there. There's no meta. That's not just an allegory for something else. It's the literal old attempt to turn old lead scientists, gold. quote unquote, right. Who were stupid enough, stupid, stupid scientists, stupid philosophers back in the day who thought they could take lead and take turn lead it into gold. gold. What a bunch of dummies. Are you being sarcastic? Yes. So what's alchemy? Alchemy is uh, is what I just said because... No, no, no. I want to know... Yeah, but I don't want the listener to know. They need to find that information on them, by themselves. Yeah, they need to find their own go- guru. Oh, wait. I am your guru. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they tune in. Man. I know. I'm, you see that meme I shared on Facebook? Your own personal wizard. Yeah. Right here on yeah. the airwaves. They tune in for Matt's rants. It's true. Give us one. I remember. Well, that meme. That's my meme. Is it? Yeah. Well, th- these were all the ones that we shared back in the, back between me and you and Dana. Yeah, yeah. That's. I figured meme. I'd start posting. Yeah. I'd share them with. Very the world. proud of that meme. It's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. I made it while drunk. I think. <laughs> Probably. Um, What's alchemy? <laughs> alchemy is the. Uh, hey Google, what is alchemy? The. So what I just see, see, fucking Bezos, um, Sundar. So what I just said was what 
if you opened up a book, mainstream history book, and they were talking about alchemists, or they're talking about the 1500s, That's what they, tell you. They, would, they, would, what, they would tell you that Sir Isaac Newton thought that there was a way to take lead, lead and, turn it, and turn it into gold. Right. And a worthy pursuit at that. <laughs> Which you can do. You can produce gold in labs. It's more expensive than the gold is worth. Right. But you can still do it um, quite easily. Scientists have figured it out in today's, you know, great scientific age. Um, but alchemy... All I know is I got from Fort Smith to here for 25 bucks. I don't fuck. It's an allegory <laughs> of the transmutation of man, right? Transmutation of man. So here we go. taking man from his base uh-huh. um, animal, right? Uh-huh. And the iron represents the animal that is man. Right. And refining him and turning him into gold, i.e. a spiritual being. Mm-hmm. So it's the transmutation of man from animal to man to God or spiritual nirvana, epiphany, uh, euphoria, whatever you want to call it. Euphoria, heaven, uh-huh. paradise, whatever. Uh-huh. That's the... Um, you hear the that, ancient, Esther? The ancient There's belief. no goddamn memories up there. I mean, alchemy goes all the way back to ancient <laughs> Babylon, ancient Iran, right. uh, a- ancient Egypt. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of one of those secret society things that's, that's this thread through history when you really look at kind of the, the, what's the key players. On, well, what's going on in the subtext of all history, right? And right. then you find learn about secret societies and you learn that that they have these rituals that all emulate that transmutation, the, uh, the transformative um, of man from animal to God. Yeah. And that's what alchemy is about. It's about taking the the animal that is man, right? Right. And he barely has a consciousness. But then you through refining yourself and through learning the mysteries and the mystery schools and 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 learning the deep secrets of the universe and just self-improvement, you turn yourself into, into me. Well, you turn yourself into somebody who can unlock the secrets of the universe. Yeah. You know, find out where home is. Find out, you know, where the, the next step is. You know? Yeah. So you don't just get locked in this karmic cycle of, I'm led, I'll be destroyed and turned into something else, and now I'm led again, and, you know, back and forth. Right. Um, You want to do some shrooms? By the way, I got a line on some shrooms. Do you really? Yeah, a guy texted me and said he's getting some shrooms. Yeah. Well, maybe we can talk. Friend, friend of a friend. Um. I sent, actually, I'm going to see if I can find it real quick. If you want to bullshit about alchemy for a second. I mean, that was the bullshit about alchemy. <laughs> uh, I sent, this thing I like about Telegram X, you can you can swipe but over are, and see everything you, that you sent. Are you familiar with the, the Philosopher's Stone? No. I meditated, by the way. I forgot to tell you this. Really? Twice. I meditated twice. Really? Yeah. Wow. Now it's you're going to- two more times than I have. Tell me. <laughs> well, you've been meditative. I think that uh, contemplative would be my term for it. Okay. I don't. I don't really get down with the whole meditation. Sit down and go. Oh, well, right? we haven't gotten in, that far in the lotus position. But but I'm using know. the Headspace app. So I've heard good things. I think it's in some podcasts and stuff. I think meditation. Meditation for me takes the form of disconnecting from the phone, mm. from any stimuli other than myself. And you and and that is and pe- people you think oh as people hear that. As our listeners hear that, they think, "Oh, yeah, that that is nice to do that." Fuck you, you you you're not doing that. Yeah, you think you are when you put on some music. Yes, exactly. You think you are when you when you're reading a book. Yeah, 
No, but, no, you're not. But when you say, very specifically, as you spell it out there, any stimuli but yourself, that is a very, very difficult thing to do today. Yeah. I would say even nature. Very like difficult. I'm going to go through for a walk in the park and I'm not going to take headphones or my right. my cell phone or anything. Right. Well, I mean, you kind of are looking around through nature. Right. Like maybe it's different if you're just sitting on a park bench staring out at the same spot, you know. Right. Would you do a sensory deprivation tank? Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah. I'd be down. Cuz I think I think that I think you could I think that would qualify or count. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um I came really close to uh Sleep paralysis again a couple nights ago. Really? Yeah, I found if I take the CBD later in the day, uh-huh. the sleep is, and I always it's really weird because I'll get up several times, and it seems and it and it's very weird. I'll have lots of thoughts throughout the night, mm-hmm. so I'm conscious and otherwise and very murky when I wake up. But I wake up feeling very refreshed, which is counterintuitive. You would think, oh, you didn't get good sleep. Is up yeah. all But I'll wake up like three times after having taken like five CBD gummies. And and have great thoughts all night long, and then and then I'll wake up feeling I'll be like, all right, no, we're ready to go. Yeah, it's very weird. Well, I think I think you're accessing a different part of the sleep consciousness, maybe because I think in, in sleep. Oh, uh, when I'm actually the times I'm actually sleeping. Yeah, but I think in between. I think part up. of the whole sleep paralysis slash lucid dreaming slash astral projection yeah. is learning to uh, phase in and out of the sleep consciousness yeah. awake consciousness cycle, and to break that cycle and control that cycle. Mm-hmm. Right, and have so you can you can be technically asleep yet still conscious, <laughs> right, of what's going on around you, right. Maybe you don't even have your. I mean, this has happened to me several times where I'm my eyes are closed. I am asleep. Mm-hmm. My body's not moving, but I'm I'm thinking, and I'm a, kind of like spatially, but not not yeah, not in any of the terms of the five senses, but still spatially aware of the room around me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Anyway, that's a huge deviation from meditation. Yeah, but I meditated. Was the point? But meditate. I meditate in my car. I know, and that's crazy to me. To and from work, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't try and think about any one thing. Sometimes I do, and I'll just follow that that thought thread because I know I can't get out of my mind, mm-hmm. especially if something's really bugging me. Right. But for the most part, time if everything is kind of neutral in my life, nothing really bad, or nothing really good yeah. that I have in my my thought sphere. Right. I'm not thinking about anything. Yeah. And I don't have music on. Yeah. And it's a ten minute, fifteen minute drive to work. Get to work, and then um, and, and then and same same way uh, going home. I can't do it. When I'm driving, I just I gotta have something rolling on podcast. I I, I really don't like driving with a podcast unless it's a, a long distance. If I gotta drive, you know, forty minutes, yeah, I'll throw on a podcast. On. Yeah, entertain you. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I I shared this, uh, but but. To finish out the med- thought of meditation, yeah. mowing the lawn can be meditative. Just a repetitive... Well, it's you're doing something in which you're engaging your physical body, mm-hmm. but there is no outward stimuli to your mind, right? You have the lawnmower. You're pushing the lawnmower. It's mm-hmm. white noise. Yeah. It's blocking out, right, your sense of hearing for the most part. Right. You know? You're doing physical labor, so you're engaging your other senses, the rest of your body into something. Enough to get that done, yeah. Enough so that, you know, you don't, you know, your mind can just wander and do whatever. Yeah. And when I had to mow the, mow the yard, the only constant, when I was a kid, like a four-hour job, right? When I was a kid, when I was like 15. My parents used to make me do that too. The only consolation was that, and this was back in the days before MP3 players. Oh, so yeah. I had, I had yeah. a Walkman. <laughs> I had a Discman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had compact disc. You can't wear that. 
when you're mowing the lawn. No. Because it's bouncing all around. It's constantly all skipping. Yeah. You got to get that anti-skip. It would have a little it, buffer. I had an anti-skip. Still didn't work. Still didn't work. No. Mm. Anyway. Well, maybe you shouldn't mow in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> it was really rocky. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like, my stepdad would make me mow with the exhaust part of the mower, right? Where it spits stuff out. The grass. That's going the, a certain way? Yeah. Oh, fuck him. Because, because if not, like, he wanted me to... to mow in a certain way so that the 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 it would be pointed away from the house at all times in case it hit a random rock because it would hit a random rock and just right. send this rock just flying you know 50 yards right because it's so rocky anyway <laughs> huge tangent but uh, uh meditative medit work can be meditative yeah it can be you know driving like i said you yeah. know as long as it's something that keep you engaged physically and so you don't actually have to think about what you're doing yeah you simply do well, I've done and let it the twice. mind wander. Um, through, the, through, like I said, the Headspace app, which, which I heard somebody mentioned it. Uh, Greg Carl would mention it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, or he was like, oh, it's a good start, but it's not X or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but somebody, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I should look that up. Um, and it just, I don't know, it just kind of guides you through, meditate, you choose how long you want to do it, and then you can, you can, and I think it gets more advanced. I, I don't know, but I did it, I followed the first two and whatever. I don't know. Yeah. You know? It's like it's like Dano said to me one time because I was talking about ginseng, you know, and I was like, oh, I'll take some ginseng and remember shit more mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, and he was like, he was like, well, you know, it's not arsenic, you know, why not? Like, it's you know, yeah, let's just you know, let's just take it, you know, and start having weird poops unless I start meditating and you know want to punch my wife or something. Yeah, it's not arsenic, might as well. Yeah, and from what I've heard from most people who meditate, like they don't really they don't want to. Yeah, yeah, it's not like you <laughs> you get out of. Yeah. Three hours of the lotus lotus position and like go rob somebody. Right, exactly. You know? Just a little bit of meditation and turn into a rapist. Um, I don't. I don't think I sent you this. You may have run across it. Uh, it was posted in our drugs, which I know. I know your feelings on that, and we can. That's that's fine. Yeah, we can address that another time. Um, but I I, I like this. Uh, it's it, it's a little rambling and a little long, but it, but it was very interesting, and I really want to experience close, something close to this. Uh, I said, try, try DMT for the first time last night. Did mm-hmm. you read this? No. Uh, three days ago. Here's my experience. Excuse the rambling, he says. We smoked it out of a bong. I don't know if that's the way you're supposed to do it, but sandwich in between weed <laughs> and torch from the side at a low heat. I don't know if that makes a difference either. I smoke a ton of weed, but I've never tried any sort of psychedelic, so I was terrified. In fact, I remember how badly my hands and legs were shaking when I held the bong. I took two hits, but more, but inhaled more than once in each hit, three times the first hit, two times the second, and held it in, counting to 20 before breathing out slowly. It's very methodical. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the second hit, I just sat holding the bong for a moment, and the room suddenly started morphing into a geometric shapes and patterns, and bright colors started unfolding before my eyes. I remember saying, can I lay down or lean against someone, because I knew I'd be taking off soon, and my friend made room for me, and I leaned against her on the couch. It was just the two of us in the room. I closed my eyes and remember taking off. I couldn't feel my body and I couldn't tell if I was breathing. I was completely separated from my body. I saw strange tunnels and balls of light and eyes all morphing and bending and changing with every second. And there was a strange alien light coming in the background in conjunction with the music that was playing. I don't know what song it was, but it had a peculiar beat to it. Surprise him, Kid Cudi or some other Kanye produced shit. In fact, there was an alien-like presence with me the whole time, and normally I am scared of stuff like that, but I could tell they were very friendly. I was out of my body, but I could still feel myself on the couch if I concentrated, and I could feel how limp all my limbs and how shallow my breathing was. Uh, There were a bunch of voices that kind of meshed into something incomprehensible, but there was one clear voice telling me to surrender my mind and just let go, 
and I did. I was panicked at first, but I heard something tell me that I'd return safely soon, so I just needed to enjoy the trip. I didn't think about anything, just observe the world unfolding in front of me. The shapes and tunnels turned into scenery, as if I were on a train, and we traveled through the tunnels and fields and cities and neighborhoods. At the same time my vision was split, the top and bottom halves of my vision reflected one another. Colors were bright and glimmery and reflective. At one point during my trip, my friend looked over at me and said I was smiling. I forgot who I was and who my friend was and where we were. I returned to the very core of my being and felt all my physical weight fall off. I felt spiritually in tune and also the presence of other beings in the universe. It felt very alien, yet it felt like going home. I felt connected with the world and vice versa. All forms of life and existence felt connected somehow. I started coming back down when my friend started moving under me and I could feel her. When I opened my eyes and returned, I was indeed smiling. I also started crying. And for some inexplicable reason, I felt happy and pure. That night I slept so well because it was a strange piece of my body and mind that I have not experienced in years. Hope this post offends no one. I was told I had a pretty typical experience, but I wanted to share anyways. DMT. Hmm. Let's get a couple of DMT. What do they come in? Flowers? It's oil? What is DMT? Maybe. Um, it's an uh, it's a chemical. You'd try that though. Get it's an opportunity. Synthetic, uh, oh, so it's a it's a synthetic um, knockoff of ayahuasca. Yeah. yeah. So it's just it's just the. So you you but you would have a problem with that based on that though, just like your issues with LSD. Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I do want to try DMT sometime, I want to do the ayahuasca thing though, mm. which, which is a flower, I think, um, or plant. Well, no, they mix it into a paste that you eat. So, but it's it's two different plants. You have to mix them together and form it into a paste, and then you eat the paste, and, and then and then then you you like look over the edge. sit with the shaman <laughs> and he guides you, kind of. But then like you end up getting super super sick after an hour, and like you start throwing up violently and you're going crazy and like you think you're about to die. Mm. And then when you right when you before you think you're about to die, the trip starts. Really? Yeah, and, then, and is that always then, the case? Yeah, pretty much. Like your body, like totally turns, turns against you, yeah. and you start vomiting, throwing up, and like you, you. I mean, you, your body just starts. You it, know, it just gives like you right hell. there on the edge. Yeah, and uh, you know, headache, fever, what, blah, 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 and right. then then the trip starts, and all that goes away, and you're just, and then you purge a little bit afterwards too. Hmm. Um, the only reason I say that is because every time you have in all religions and in all allegories throughout history, mm. you always have the hero in the hero's journey. He has to travel to the underworld first. Yeah. He grows up. He gets the tools he'll need to arrive at the end of his journey. Mm-hmm. And then he has to travel through the underworld first. Then he can you face, know, the, face final boss. the final boss. Yeah. And then get the girl. Hopefully. Well, <laughs> then he's the hero. Yeah. But it's about traveling through the underworld first. And if you look at like different religious traditions like a- ancient Egypt and even with Jesus, right? He has to go through the the cross and then in the Bible he travels to the underworld, right? Yeah. And at least in some uh, Christian traditions he travels into he goes to hell, right? He goes into the grave, he goes into the tomb. And then he Well, even he all emerges, the verbiage surrounding that is yeah. that he faced death. Yeah. I mean he emerges three days later. Yeah. You know, boom. And same with the Pharaohs, like they would lock them in the sarcophagus. And then Thomas was a cunt. I don't believe it. 
they would lock him in, in, in the sarcophagus. You know, <laughs> yeah, that got you. The first two didn't. <laughs> Whatever. I got you with faggot. That's funny. <laughs> and various coming of age rituals and stuff. But it, so when you have this high, right. mountaintop religious experience, uh-huh. it's almost always tempered by you're traveling through hell, facing your deepest, darkest fears first. Right. And then you, and in the then, terms of ayahuasca, that's dying. Well, then, yeah, and then you've l- learned, or you become, you know, you've you've attained that knowledge, but it's been tempered by suffering, right? Therefore, in order which to is the, kind of the, of the whole human experience, and what we were talking about earlier with alchemy is that you have to go through this trans, this very, very, uh, uh, there's a, a lot of a lot of suffering in order to get to through to the end. You know, yeah. I mean, turning lead into gold. Isn't an easy process, <laughs> yeah. right? You have yeah. to destroy some things along the way, and just like we said a couple months ago, we were talking about like the alchemical um, uh, symbolism of pregnancy, right? Yeah, where you get pregnant is this awesome thing that starts in, in pleasure and then destroys your fucking body, <laughs> and then you go through the horrible worst amount of pain possible, right? And then you have a a new life, right? That you've given birth to through this alchemical process, but it's you, which you know you have to go through the pain first. Yeah, and so it'd be real easy to ha- you know use a credit card and a couple clicks on certain websites. And you don't even have to go to the dark web to find it. You can find it on normal websites. You probably, Ayahuasca is it illegal? Well, you can get DM. You can buy DMT off the internet just like you can buy weed off the internet. But is DMT illegal? Uh, yeah. Schedule something. Yeah. yeah. In certain areas. Oh, so we uh, and I didn't realize. Well, I mean, I knew it was coming up, but it just escaped my mind. So we have to we have a wedding coming up. My my wife's brother's getting married. Yeah, in Washington, and I told my wife, and I, I don't. I, I mean, come on, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Yeah, people, a trip, my wife's family. I mean, I, I how many the swamp? <laughs> it's like Jim. I, I wasn't expecting to need so many reasons. <laughs> Wait, Washington D.C. No, Washington. Oh, Washington State. Washington State. Oh. And I told my wife, I was like, I was like, I'm gonna go. I'll I'll go. I want to go. Because I want to, I want to, as a, as an adult in the United States of America, I want to walk into a dispensary and purchase at an extreme premium <laughs> marijuana. Yeah, I just, I, I just want to have the experience. We'll get yourself some Monsanto weed. I'll, I'll bring you back something. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't bring me back anything because that's that you'd be trafficking across state lines, Addison. That's illegal. <laughs> nobody who goes, okay. to, nobody who takes a vacation. Uh huh. In a weed state, uh-huh. Colorado brings Washington. weed back to their home state. Nobody well, they does shouldn't. it. They Nobody shouldn't. does it. No, no, no one's ever done it in the history of man. <laughs> it's never happened. So you don't want to be no, the first I, to break the law. No, I don't. Well, I don't. No. Trafficking. Put about like an ounce. Yeah. Because well, I mean, it depend on who pulled you over. Well, a and like and if you if you got pulled over, you know, like. In Idaho state line. Well, see, that's what I mean. It depends on the state where I stopped. I'm, sh- I'm sure if you... They because pulled- even here, under a certain amount, they'd be like... Um, well, know, I'm sure if they pulled you over that. five miles outside of... You know, if you were in, in Idaho and they pulled you over five miles outside of Washington, Washington state, state line, <laughs> they'd be like, okay, we're yeah. taking the weed. Yeah. You know, dump it out on the side of the road, sir. Yeah. You know, don't do that again. But it's funny. Speaking you of know, that... Oh, I just forgot it that I had it. It was yeah, in my bag. Exactly. You know, because I've been yeah. stoned the whole time I've been in Washington state. <laughs> I right. forgot I had it. Okay, yeah. throw it out. But if you know you got in the middle of Kansas and you have weed, right. they're gonna be like, "Okay, what's the word?" Yeah, yeah. Well, and th- speaking of that, the things that are illegal and legal, it's so stupid and random, and it doesn't because it depends on who's making money. Exactly, because my brother was telling me 
And you mentioned on this program a couple episodes back that we have the cheapest tobacco tax in the union. You know, second cheapest, I believe. Second? Or no, yeah, no, it, no, it was the cheapest. Yeah, yeah. cheapest. Yeah, Missouri. Yeah. yeah. Um, Something like twenty-five cents is like the standard or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and my brother knows a guy whose job he just it's it's kind of like me with the reselling, you know, grabbing stuff and putting it on Amazon and eBay. This guy cigarettes <laughs> into Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Like fucking five hundred dollars a pop. Yep. And I was like. The this nigga right here, like that's because like because I respect that sometimes, even if yeah. even if, even if there's like a legality to it, I'm like I'm like respect the hustle, man. I'm trying to feed his kids. Well, a pack of smokes here in Missouri is going to cost you anywhere from three to six bucks, three bucks to seven bucks. Yeah, if you're buying the premium, the premium yeah, uh, American spirits, whatever, <laughs> six and a half, seven bucks. Yeah, right. Yeah. Same pack in Illinois is going to run you bucks. six to twelve bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know. And why wouldn't you? I don't know. We gotta get in on that, man. We, we, eh, we need to turn. I'm okay. In, we need to turn into Walt and Jesse of cigarettes. Well. <laughs> but no, it's weird. Like, what's what, illegal? Like, I don't just. That's where where my libertarian side comes in. I'm like, just let the people fucking figure it out. Yeah. If the community doesn't want it, they'll figure it. They, they won't. They won't patronize the liquor store or the dispensary. Yeah. Or the meth parlor. I don't. I really don't. I don't give a shit. Like I don't. I don't. You know. I don't know. It's just me. But uh, there's something else I was going to say. Oh, speaking of laws, different different places. So I was bored one night in uh, in Arkansas, and they don't have casinos in Arkansas because it's what the Lord would want. Sure. Um. But so I I got on my phone and they have them in Oklahoma and it's it's like 20 minutes away because Fort Smith's right there by the border. Yeah. I'm like I'm going to go to the casino. I'm bored. Have a drink. Put 10 bucks in the machines. You know. Actually, it was fifty, but I, <laughs> but I set myself a limit because I was like, I was like fifty bucks. We're doing fifty bucks, um, and I actually, I turned fifty into eleven, and one machine, and then I took that voucher into another one and turned it into seventy-five, and I was like, we're done. So, hmm. moral of the story, kids, pay to gamble. But yeah. so I'm in this casino. So I walk in the casino. No one cards me, and there's no there's no ID check at the door. Really, just through the doors. I'm at slot machines. Tables are a little way in. Yeah, I'm like, it's probably because they don't have black people in, in well, Oklahoma. <laughs> well, I was like, I was like, uh, I don't. And then it was like, is this a real? Like, are these real machines? Like, maybe it's just like poker chips. Like, yeah. and I was like, okay, no, I can put dollars in here. <laughs> so it's going on. That good. I go. What's that? It's an Indian casino, isn't it? It was called Choctaw Casino. It's an Indian casino. Indian yeah, casino, yeah. isn't it? Did they have, did they get special rules? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No Indian, kidding. Indian casinos versus regular casinos? Oh, fuck yeah. Really? Yeah. The, maybe that was it. Because they're technically... I'm, now, I, I could be wrong, but from the way I understand it... They're, oh, they're, res, they're, they're technically territory. reservations. Yeah. So the federal government... So I can't be arrested in there. The federal government doesn't have any... <laughs> well, you got you, felonies. <clears throat> the fuck I do, nigga? You can because you're, you're not a resident <laughs> of that territory. Oh, yeah. Good point. Right. But if I get my residency... But you have to be Native American. Are Common you, law. I'll stay you, in the hotel long enough. <laughs> Are Boom. You, are you Native American? Though? Checkmate. Yeah. I, I might be. I don't if know. If you danced as rainfall, <laughs> then you're not Native American. Uh, <laughs> no, but they're reservations, so federal laws don't apply there. So federal gaming laws don't can't, don't apply there. Like, they, they have rules that they have to follow from, like, the when they were originally set up. But when, like, the Over federal... the years or whatever? Fe, yeah. Yeah. But when the federal government, you know, rolls out a new gaming law or whatever... Doesn't apply to them. Doesn't apply to them. My man. 
Because I think I see, and I think I learned this from. Chris. If there's one thing that makes my libertarian PP move, yeah. it's evading the federal government. I think I learned this from Chris because online, when online poker got banned, yeah, like for real money in Indians the U.S., could still do it. You could still do it on a reservation. Oh shit! Yeah, crazy, crazy talk. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, and so spe- and maybe this is why because I so I go up to the bar, I'm drinking my gin, and I'm looking around. I'm like, there's a lot of like kids in here, mm-hmm. like like kids, and I'm like. So I, 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 I it's your local family casino, yeah. <laughs> so I'm on like my third gen. I was at the bartender. I'm like, how are you going to be to get in here? And he goes, 18. I was like, what? And I told him, I was like, I was like, I'm from Missouri, and you, I mean, you can barely get out of your car in the parking lot without him asking for an ID. And then, I mean, my my, my brothers, I've been with people to try to get in the casino here in Missouri. Yeah, and you got a with warrant. paper ID. Can't you in. can't. You got warrants. You can't. Yeah. They ask you a random question off the. I mean, it's you know. Yeah. You think you're going to see the president or some shit. But yeah, I just I walked right in, sat right down, had a drink. I was like, I was like, this is all right. Yeah, these Indians really got it down. Well, <laughs> also I'm sure like if it's if it's 18 there, because w- what else was around the Indian casino? It seemed kind of isolated. I mean, there was a, there was like a car dealer up the like, road. Was Fort Smith the nearest? The nearest? I large think town? so. Yeah. Okay, probably. and it was still a 20 minute drive. Right. So. Better to have the eighteen-year-olds drinking at the casino, right? Than have them, you know, or hanging out at a place where they can't be served alcohol or wherever, right? Than have them at you know somebody's barn somewhere, right? Drinking, hammered. Maybe yeah. that's the thought. I don't know. I was, I was like, this is interesting. Yeah. But I told the bartender that I was like, I was like, yeah, I mean, you can barely get into a casino in, in Missouri. They ask you a question all the time, and I told him that, and he's like, he's like, man, that must be nice. Yeah, because I mean he's you know he's a bartender, so everybody that comes to the bar that looks remotely close to twenty one, you know, he's got to ask. Mm-hmm. Whereas a, a regular like a bar here in, if you go to Marisar, yeah, once you get through the door, you're, you're they fine. don't have to do anything. Yeah, so I was impressed. Hmm. So one day, one day, Matt, when I'm rich, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll take a vacation down to Choctaw Casino. Yeah, It'd be great. Yeah, the Indians in this country, because really, you you said another thing, thing earlier before in our pre. Oh yeah, 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 about the the business deal or whatever. Yeah, yeah. If, if I'm a contractor, a white guy bidding on a contract for the federal government, and I bet a hundred thousand dollars, a Native American certified, yeah, who goes through some, pro- and I'm not sure what the process yeah, is, can bid a hundred ten thousand dollars, and thing. the government yeah. has to has to treat them as though they're the same price bid, right? Even though they their bid was more expensive, right? And then should your bid should be should be, you know, because you bid less, right. should be considered above that one, but right. they have to be considered equally. Right. Like some 10 per- extra, the Indians get an extra or something like extra that, 10% yeah. foot in the door, basically, yeah. if you're an Indian. Which is, is great. I'm glad they've come so long and some so far. <laughs> like, it's only taken the eradication of 99.9% of their people. <laughs> we should do... A, a, a complete washing, whitewashing of, of the culture, a, right. an, an erasure of an entire identity... Of a continent of people, it is. It is for them. For them. For them to have. Frankly, for them. For for the federal government to allow them to to rob people ten percent yeah. to rob people with <laughs> just not quite so many rules. Right. Well, it's it, what happened to them is way worse than what happened to the blacks. I I, I feel like. Oh de- yeah, definitely. I mean, yes, definitely. Because, like you said, like that's that's a whole nation. Yeah. Like we left Africa alone. Yeah, we just took a fuckload of you over here and killed them yeah. and treated them horrible. Yeah, but like we took yeah, the, it's, it's we took bad. we took their land and killed their food source. Yeah, bison. Right. Uh huh. It's not like you know we enslaved black people and killed chicken. Got right. rid of chicken. Right. You know. And then we were like, 
Huh, you guys are buying shit with beads? Here, have a MasterCard. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Native Americans, they don't have the buffalo anymore. Uh, black people still have watermelon fried chicken, so they should be thankful. <laughs> uh, we should do, if I pay for it, will you do, let's do 23 and Me. No. And we'll we'll read it on the program. No. I'm, don't you want to no. know? The government already has my fingerprints. Oh, okay. I'll be fucked if they have my DNA, too. <laughs> Fuck them. And I'll be fucked even even harder oh. if I willingly give them to them. If 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 a super spy wants to come into my apartment when I'm not here and lift and DNA it, off right. everything, and believe me, there's DNA everywhere stop. in this apartment. Don't be rude. Everywhere. <laughs> right. Like I'm like everywhere. Like a lot. Oh God, what is that? <laughs> Blood, urine, or semen? God, I hope it's urine. <laughs> um. <laughs> Then I fair game. Like if you yeah. want, if you want to spend that amount of resources get, on me right. on my DNA, have go for it, it, man. It's yours. Yeah. yeah, you can have it. But I'm not going to offer that shit up for free. You better work for it, government. I'm not just going to give it to you. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll do it. Because yeah. I, I want to know. I kind of want to know what my hair. Remember, remember. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> my dad's dad was a drug addict too. Yeah. Remember, Addison. I uh, cut that out. <laughs> everything is a rich man's trick, man. Yeah. Everything is a rich man's no, trick. No, I totally agree. There's n- there's nothing that's going to be. Well, we all have the fingerprints on our phones. Yeah. Everything. I mean, come on. Just just like facial the, recognition. How, how many? They're still out there, but how many ads do you see for free credit reporting anymore? Not not as many. Five years ago, right. oh, it was every other ad on TV. Yeah, get your credit every fun, every yeah. single because they wanted people to get involved with their credit score, right? Right e- on it on a, a deeper level, right? Right. And to really kind of like, but is that bad, get into though? caring? Because I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Yeah, but the caring about it too much, I think. When yeah, you, well, that start, but anything you start to live your life by what that number, a, what three different banks grade you, right? Right. Which I think is kind of soul crushing, right? It's you right. Know, your but your value as a as a person is determined by three corporate corporate banks entities. Yeah, yeah. But see, my whole thing, and I've never viewed it like this in my life. I mean, it's always it's always been just dog shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time I've checked, I'm like, it's like four ninety. Like, I mean, it's bad. And for the first time, like this year, well, last year rather, I, I I've been able to take a little bit of a stab at it. Yeah. And and I I do feel good. Um, but I'm also looking forward to what I can do with it. Yeah. Like I'm looking forward to wiping out some debt so then I can like leverage it. Well, I'm not saying it doesn't. It, and I don't, I don't know. It doesn't have its, its place and its value, but. Right. But, using but I it, fundamentally disagree with it though. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And like so personally. So the whole find out your ancestry. Business debt's totally different though. I think. I yeah. really think. The whole find out your ancestry, uh, being everywhere. Give us the sample of you know, poo. Three or four years ago. It was everywhere. And people did it, and they're still doing it. People give it as gifts for the holidays. Yeah, which is weird thing. to me, you know. Which is just another marketing. Uh, you know, they got all the people that they're going to get through commercials and through direct marketing. So now it's they're going to market the people who already got it <laughs> to get it for to the reach kids. the demographic yeah. of people who were like, "No, I'm not doing that. That sounds stupid." Yeah, because it. I I, I really honestly do think it, it is. It's about mapping the genome of humanity well supposedly the the entire the entire project of 23andme or all these other companies mm-hmm. because it all goes into one single database well would have to i mean to, to get you that information back yes have to yes yeah it all goes into like one that's single, not a conspiracy single, no that's, it's that's not the that's the report that's, you get back it's fact <laughs> it's all comes from one database company right 
that's not you know twenty three and Me is only the company buying contracting for it. Yeah, you know who's who's the middleman basically. Right. But it it really is about mapping the entire genome of of humanity and seeing exactly what we're working are. with. Right. I think, and exactly who needs to be cut. Well, that's the thing. Exactly we're, what fat needs to be trimmed. We're so SJW. The, uh, what's going to happen when we re- review all this data? It's like, oh yeah, blacks and women are the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, when we get down to brass tacks, like well, somebody's got to pull the plug. Yeah, hard decisions are going to have to be made, my friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen Left Behind. I don't know how this shit Except works. Except it's going to be the opposite way. Whites. <laughs> well, yeah, because you have to have. Real talk. Yeah. It's the, only, it's the only thing we do on this The program. slaves have gotten out of control the past few hundred years. And the whole goal of New World Order... And by slaves, you mean monetarily or whatever. People, yeah, people yeah. behind pulling the strings, the, yeah. the rich fat cats, the 1%, however you want to, the elite, however you want to categorize that, right. they want their slaves back. Hmm. They want to go back to serfdom, where if you're not the king... Then you work, you work, and 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 you work for the king, and you never get fucking anywhere, and you have no chance. After after the Enlightenment, you have this thing where where all of a sudden, and it it's opened up to progressively more and more people, you know. But all of a sudden, instead of the stratification of society, doesn't matter as much, right? So the commoner can rise up and become wealthy. Yeah. Right, fucking YouTube or some shit, and uh, they want to reverse that cycle. Yeah, the way you do it is you give people more and more and more and more and more. They want what they want, but you make them slaves to it. Right, and we're yeah. going back to the model, and it was like this early in the 19th century, or in, I'm sorry, the early 20th century, late 19th, early 20th, 20th century, with west westward expansion. Is right after the West was tamed, is you have these large companies moving in, and whether it's mining or the railroad. railroad or- or, or, or uh, you know, even just, uh, you know, whatever the large company was doing. Right. right. Fur trapping, whatever. They move in and the company basically runs the town. Right. Or you have a town that springs up around a company. Yeah. Right. Well, because everybody's then got something to eat. Then. the company <laughs> brings in all the food and all the supplies and you work for the company and you buy the company's food and supplies. And it was a thing called the company store, which you didn't get paid in you cash. got vouchers to the company store. You got vouchers. Yeah. And you had land vouchers. And you could use your va- vouchers for your home, for food, for clothing, for so what? So EBT. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I mean, how long before Amazon is paying their uh, their employees in, you know. In, in Amazon coins? In Amazon. <laughs> well, in Amazon gift cards. Right. Right? Yeah. We can buy drugs, though. So I, I think that you're going back to that old model of the company store in which Amazon or Walmart or whatever, you know what I mean? Like right. the whole, it already happens at Walmart, right? Walmart, the largest retailer in the fucking world. Right. The, they Walmart moves more money around than anybody. Yeah. Like just oil industry. Just Is boom. it true? Do they really? Oh, yes. I mean. More than oil? The largest individual company. Now, if you, oh. if you took OPEC as a whole, no. Right. No. But something like uh, half a trillion dollars in right. revenue is generated by Walmart every year. Half a trillion. Right? But Walmart 
gives all their employees 10% off. If you're an employee, you work, get past your 90 days, you get a little credit card, and that's your employee card, and you swipe it to clock in, and you swipe it to clock out, and you swipe it to request time off, and you swipe it at the register when you're making purchases to get 10% off. Yeah. And so, and everybody in my family who's ever worked, and I've had a couple people who work for Walmart, two of them still do. Yeah. I mean, it can be a good job, but- It can. You know, my mom, she works at Walmart Pharmacy, and you better believe she buys groceries at Walmart. Yeah. Because they're cheaper than anywhere else, and she gets an extra 10% off. Yeah. So, yes, there's a large portion of my mom's paycheck that every month goes back to Walmart. And it's a company store model. And it, it's a slavery in a way. Yeah. It's a very convenient slavery. And it's one that you kind of have to use sometimes when you're in those situations. Yeah. Or that's your job, you know. But, uh, yeah, it is. And uh, so, I don't know how we got off on this on this. I don't remember either. But <laughs> the, whole, the whole model of consumerism and retail, I feel, is going back to that only on them. a larger, larger level. Is yeah. Because, yeah, now... It's great we can get everything delivered to our doorstep, but we've also separated ourselves from the process. You know, used to you have to have to go out. You know, my concern though, because I'm all for getting stuff to your doorstep. Yeah, and hopefully huge, that was a huge rant that ended in just me finishing off my beer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all for getting stuff to your doorstep in two days. You know, uh, and hopefully it's stuff that I sold. Uh, but but my my question or my fear about that model is. What are we doing with with the time that that we're saving, quote unquote, by doing that? Yeah, right. We're, we're all tapping buttons on our phones and tapping buttons buttons on our computers and tapping buttons on our iPods. Are saying, "Hey Alexa, give me more Tide," right? Yeah, which is a time saver, and you can for sure it is. But what? Are, where's all that time going? Are what? our lives enriched? Are we spending more time with our with our significant others with no, our kids? Fuck no. No, we're getting off on the casino like lights and sounds and buttons and confirmation page of your order yay which is all set up to show you images and lights and colors and sounds trigger <laughs> that trigger you to make that purchase again or to make another purchase right, right? like that's that it's that's how it's set up just like in a casino right mm-hmm. that 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 entire machine that slot machine is designed by scientists and psychologists yeah literally <laughs> To keep your butt in that seat as long as possible. I did, th- as I was sitting at the slot machine in, in Oklahoma, yeah. I thought to myself, I was like, I was like, you know, it's funny. If you go into Walmart on Black Friday or Target on Black Friday or, or wherever, you know, mm-hmm. Best Buy, you know, everyone's going to be thinking, I want a 4K TV or I want this or I want that. And then want this super crystal clear screen. That's what we're all after. Yeah. Fucking slot machine screens have been ultra high definition for 10 years now. So horse shit, the technology for 4K or whatever just came to the consumer. Because that shit has been on slot machines. I mean, I'm 30 years old. I've been going into casinos for 10 years. Not, you know, every now and again. I did not like yeah. go all the time. I've been going in. They have always looked that way. Crystal clear diagrams of waterfalls and princesses uh-huh. and swords and elephants and Disney characters. Your favorite sitcom. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And all of them. Mm-hmm. And they're crystal goddamn clear. Yep. Every one of them. Yeah. And they always have been. Yeah. So. There ain't no update game like right. the slot machine <laughs> update game. Let me tell you what. Right. I'm about to blow your mind, though. You ready for this? I am. I crack another beer here. I had to go grab another beer before I blow you guys' minds. <laughs> Let's talk about colors. Oh, Lord. And psychology. 
That's all you ever talk about. Blue and white. Uh huh. You know what that color does for you psychologically? It gets you off. <laughs> no, it makes you feel calm. Uh. Comfy. Like a hug. Welcome. Is that where there's more blue in most screens than any other colors? Yeah. What's Walmart color? What's Walmart's color? <laughs> blue and yellow. Blue and yellow. Mm-hmm. Calm. Serene. Comfortable. That's why you go to that neighborhood market, because theirs is green. Uh, green, yeah, green is, well, <laughs> green is, you know, like they want to push the grocery aspect. So green, yeah. green, green groceries, like, you know, that sort of thing. Right. What does red make you feel? Me personally? Yeah. I don't fucking, nothing. Competitive. Sports. It's all red makes me think of, because this godforsaken town. Competitive. Which is why so many sports teams have red. Because they're competitive? Competitive. <laughs> Target's colors. What are those? <laughs> red. Red and white. When you shop at Target versus Walmart, uh-huh. like, look at the demographic of Target. They're so hot. Target it's, has all the hot checks. They really do. It's 90%, right? Walmart, people of Walmart. No, ugly oh, bitches. Yeah. Horrible people. Fat people, right? Yeah. Comfortable as fuck. Right. <laughs> right. Like, but still, Terrible like, they're not competing with anybody because they long got off the sexual market. <laughs> They've been long <laughs> off the sexual market. They're not competing with anybody. Yeah. For Tar- anything. Target bitches are. Target bitches are between 15 and 30. Mm. Target bitches yeah, are. Uh, make more money. People who make more money usually are more competitive right. than people who like, make less money. God, the harder you, the harder you compete, the better you do. The more money you make, targets more expensive for a reason, because competitive people who you know want to want to pay more for things because it makes them feel as though they're getting better value or they're getting a, they're having a better experience. Yeah, newsflash: it all came off the same container <laughs> from off the boat. Yep, exactly, and then. Target or Walmart slapped their fucking sticker on it, and then it went to two different stores, but it came made in the same fucking factory. Right. Um, From the same satisfied Chinese person <laughs> who's in touch with their... Suicidal Chinese person. <laughs> um, we kid, but it's a serious problem. <laughs> I, I, I paid China $4,500 this morning. Good for you. Um, <laughs> they, but they say on their website that it's an inspected factory, so we're good. Okay, cool. Yeah. So no roaches then. <clears throat> Just just nets to catch the workers when they jump off the, the building. The to people their in the death. pictures of the factory were smiling on the website, man. Well, yeah, because the gunman was right behind the cameraman. Oh fuck off! Pointing a gun, <laughs> saying "smile or die" and "ching chong." Well, they really do. So that 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 whole China is the boogeyman thing. And remember when we were growing up, it was China, China, China. China's going to take us over. You remember that that Office episode? Yeah, where Michael Scott, China, yeah, blah, yeah. blah blah. Like now that I'm in like the the retail industry, if you will, like. To fuck you, fuck it's it is so much cheaper to get it from there until you can make it here that cheap. I don't give a shit what you have to say. Yeah, I really don't. You can talk about how how many of our I don't know what was the big thing they owned a lot of our debt or our war bonds or some yeah. shit. I don't care. I don't care. So much so much cheaper. Yeah. I can make so much more. I can make more money. Why would I, why would I why would I Here's ever do it? China China is the like, size of the United States. Okay, they have about the same amount of resources as the United States. They have vastly inferior technology. Um, infrastructures, I would say, is on par because ours is kind of is is a lot older than theirs. Theirs is new, but done very cheaply. Um, the only thing that's different is they have four times, five times as many people as us. Yep. 
So when you have the same amount of resources, the same amount of land mass, the same amount of uh, kind of jobs in a way, but you have uh, five times as many people, you need to employ five many. More done. Well, you need to have employ five times as many people. Right. For China, a lot cheaper. China has <laughs> kind of artificially inflated their economy and doing their infrastructure thing. Right. They they just building to fucking build their entire huge giant towns out there. Not a soul living in them because it was just live there. We go. We fucking build it. And the only reason we're building it is to build it so we have shit for people to do. Seriously. <laughs> and that's a problem. They also have another problem in the in the fact that the United States buys so much shit for them. If the United States decided, you know what, we're going to pull out all our manufacturing. That's when Trump got in office. He was like, we're going to build everything in the United States. <laughs> that's a pipe dream. That'll never happen. It'll, it'll never happen, but let me tell you, we're going to do it. <laughs> jobs are coming home. No more Chinese jobs. No more Japanese Cars made. What happened? <laughs> Xi Jinping was like, sucking on Donald's dick. Please don't do that. Because right, that's my paycheck. Well, if, if you well if you get if you get yeah. uh, you know, and with all the stuff with Hawaii, the Korean manufacturer, right? Like if if you Huawei, Huawei. I'm, I'm sorry, Huawei. Uh, <laughs> the Korean manufacturer with. Uh, well, a lot of the scandal with, with them was the Chinese turning over shit on them because Huawei was like, uh, we'll do it. We'll do it. All the shit you're making in China right now, give it to us, please. Oh, my God, please. Right. <laughs> Back when Trump was posturing with the Chinese, he was never going to pull out of China. He was just threatening to because China knows that when we, if we were to pull our manufacturing out completely, they're done. They're toasted. They're yeah. done. Their economy crumbles. Yeah. Because their 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 worth on the global stage is on making shit for other people, and we consume the, the fucking most shit, most shit <laughs> in the yeah. whole world yeah. by a margin of several times over, yeah. a, a magnitude of several times, yeah. more than anybody. So, <laughs> if you know, it's like if your best customer says, "I'm not coming here," and your best customer is 50% of your right, revenue, right, right. <laughs> you're going to Shit your do pants. whatever you can to keep your best customer. Yeah. Anyway, going back to, the, just want to wrap up the target, the blue versus oh, yeah, the red, yeah, right? Yeah. So blue is that comforting, blue and yellow, comforting, right? right? Target, red, competitive. Yeah. Sex. Mm, I love target. And the most competitive, sexiest things in the world are bitches between the ages of 15 and 30. <laughs> and that is Target's demographic. Yeah. Bitches between the ages of 15 and 30. Yeah. Dumb enough not to realize they get the same exact thing for half the price at Walmart. Right. And fueled by sex and competitive enough. Because women are fucking competitive that age. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because more so than men, men, men stay competitive their entire lives. Right. But 15 to 30 is... That will peak. All women have that. All their competition is right then, right, right then, right. Because by the time they're thirty, they've get, most of them have got a man, or the body has started to go. But the biological <laughs> clock takes in is like this is you with your it, your utmost fuckability. Make it happen. Yeah, you have to you have to get as much as you can out of life right now because you will never be this fuckable. And you know you don't. You know your your versatility is limited. It isn't. Becomes vastly limited once you hit 40, 50 years old compared to a man. Right. And I'm just talking, I'm in producer mode here. I'm just talking from a scientific, psychological level, right? Right. Not trying to be a bigot or anything. Right. But that, that's just, that's just 
the the biology behind it. Well, so it's, Target it, knows that, and so yeah, everything is red to encourage competitiveness, right. to encourage sexiness, to encourage that that consumer edge of yeah, I'll pay twice as much for the same thing because I'm carrying it out in a Target bag. Right. You know? Where'd you get that top? I got it at Target. Right. It wasn't on sale. <laughs> Well, I think I think societally speaking, a little bit too. Men men have lost. What you were talking about the competition aspect. Men have lost things to be competitive over. I mean, seriously, like unless unless you're like actually training to be like an MMA or something. Yeah. Like we don't. I, men twenty years like or really even twenty five and younger, they don't want to compete for a job for this for that. It's just not really there anymore. Yeah. Whereas women have that that competition of sex, mm-hmm. and that's that's like, I mean, that's what we're all focused on twenty four seven. So you know, of course, there's competition there. Well, because but it's com- like men, like, what are you going to compete well, in no, video it's, games? It's, it's, like, who well, cares? It's, it's yeah, it's become that. It's, it's, mean, we, our, our competitions are fake now. Right. 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 Women, t- uh, women's competitions, are, I, I believe, are, are fake, or at least imaginary. The competitions. Right. Right. You're not really competing against the supermodel. But you think but you are because she's, yeah. she's on the cover of Cosmo, right? Yeah. Um, but men, you know, we have our ones and zeros, and that satiates our our competitive mm-hmm. nature. So we don't have we don't we don't rage and have to get it out, even if it's in a retarded way, right? right? Which is what they did before video games. Yeah. But we've also lost our our the um. The reward for for competition has lessened itself. Yeah, by by a huge amount. Yeah, because it used to be third place could still get laid. Right. Nuh-uh. Not anymore. Not anymore. First place gets laid. Second second place may, might get an over-the-clothes over handy. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Right. But first place is the only place that gets laid anymore. Yeah. You know? And then not, not, not always, but... but that's the thing because because you've had that exposure this now all of a sudden this and it's it's a slow slippery slope over the past 100 years right of celebrity culture but the hollywood celebrity culture has made it to be so that you know every every woman thinks that she should be you know fucking Ryan Gosling and every man <laughs> thinks that he should you know be Ryan Gosling <laughs> well no every man thinks that he should you know be Fucking, you know, Jenna Fisher or whatever. Right. But. I think only you and me think that. Well, so. yeah. But. I will tell you this. My uh, post in our Jenna Fisher do get far less upvotes than my post in our Kim Kardashian. That's all I'm saying. Um, Sign at the Times. Mainstream is pedestrian. <laughs> um, well, not everybody can jerk off to the Khaleesi. Now I've lost my thought. God damn you. I'm sorry. Um, Celebrity culture. Yeah, so so but but here's the thing, like women because of the way the sexual market works, it's much easier for them to go out and, you know, they they might not get Ryan Gosling, but they'll settle for, you know, the C actor, whatever, fill in the blank. <laughs> right. Right? Right. But uh, but men don't want to do that as much. I, I don't know, it's it's a confusing murky area of psychology. It's weird. But you have a dis- you have a a A culture that's told women they never have to settle for anything. Half of life is settling for shit. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna yeah, put that to you. Whether you're a man or a woman. Yeah. Like, 
guess what? You're, you're not going to grow up and be a Major League Baseball player, Timmy. It's not going to happen for you. You're five, six and white, okay? <laughs> right. You're, you have short legs yeah. and, and poor vision. It's never going to happen. Right. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, Sally, but you have a pig nose. Unless you, you're never going to be a model. You're right. never going to be an actress. Sorry. But this expectation that that your dream is just a, a few, few you know the 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 Hollywood lifestyle, the superstar lifestyle is just a few moves away, and it's not, you know. Yeah. And so when you have that, that you have, I think with men because we don't have the the healthy competition anymore, I think it leads to us for us be like, well, okay, if I can't win, then I'm just gonna fucking whatever the yeah. incel lifestyle, right? Just jerk off, yeah. Just jerk off, play video games, go to bed. Yep. Right. No man, like fucking get out there, get yourself some. Yeah. Like, and I've been thinking about this past couple months. This is something that's been ruminating in my mind. When I think about myself, thirty-five and single. Mm. Okay. God, that's the life. It's not the life. <sighs> yes, it is. Listen, but then I think about man, you're never gonna find anybody. Mm. You, you, no one's ever gonna love you. And then I think to myself, wait a minute, wait a minute, Matt, 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 calm the fuck down. You're 35. Yes, you're overweight. But for other than that, you're basically decent health. On top of some shit, yeah. You have an average penis. Nothing to write home about, but a decent... <laughs> but it's not going to necessarily a, disappoint. A decent penis. Right. Right? <laughs> no major physical dis- d- deformities. Right. No, you know, no... Uh, no, no... I, I don't walk with an exaggerated limp or have right. weird fucking teeth or ears that stick out right you know you're not horrible in social situations i i have i'm not great i'm not great but you're not horrible yeah i'm not right. i'm not a gadfly i've never i'm never going to be be able to work the room right but right. i can i can make it i can i can be not creepy right <laughs> i'm very right. very good at being not creepy right okay uh I have a, a, a decent car. It's, right. it's an older model. It's right. a K car, right? It's a fucking two-store, two-store, but it's a car that gets me from point A to point B that's right. reliable. Yeah. I have a college degree. I have no warrants. It's pretty impressive. I have no children. Not to, you, hear the, you hear all this, ladies? No dependents. The one lady that listens? <laughs> Who's married? <laughs> I, uh, I don't, I have no debt. Yeah, oh zero God. debt. Yeah, that's... big old goose egg. What I owe, I have bills, but I have zero debt. Yeah, okay. And even, you're saving too, aren't even you? with college. I'm putting a little money back, right? I got a job that's going that's going places, right? Right. I gotta get you on the seat. I have stuff. health insurance, full health insurance. That's incredible. I have full dental. I could add people to that health insurance if I wanted to. Nigga, what the fuck? Let's get married. No, I'm so serious. That I get to shit. That's how it tonight. would have to happen, but I could. <laughs> If I married a bitch, she would be. She'd have health, health and dental. I'm trying to leave it. All I am a St. Charles County seven and a half. <laughs> okay, I may, I may, I may not be super good looking. She's like a Scranton nine, and I'm smart. Yeah, I'm wise. I give great advice. Yeah. I'm a good listener. Yeah, but not, not, but not so much that uh, I'm a, I'm a pushover or a pansy. Right. Right. And I, I don't know exactly where the clitoris is, but I found it a couple times. <laughs> you bumped into it. I bumped <laughs> into it by accident, 
But it was there, and then we had a nice conversation. Caught right. up a little bit. I'm sure I'll bump into it again. You know, I don't know where it lives, but I'll cross. We'll cross paths one you day. See, you might see it at the mall. Yeah, I'll cross paths with it one day. Maybe we're at the bar. We'll have a great time. Right. A great night. We'll get drunk together. Yeah, I don't know where he where, or she like stays. I guess. I guess the clit is a she. Uh, nonsense. All my internal organs are women. Um. But uh, you know, but when I think, oh man, you're a lonely loser who'll never, ne- no one's ever gonna love you, Matt. I think to myself, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Right. No, no, no. This is St. Charles County. <laughs> like, yeah, if you worked hard, you could be a ten. Yes. Like if I, you're that close. If I I'm started saying. going to the gym, it, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Eight months and you could be a ten. Yeah. I'm never gonna fucking do that because fuck that. Right. But <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying. But if I, if I did put in extra work, yeah, you could do it. I yeah yeah I would totally be right. a St. Charles ten <laughs> because you know how many thirty five think about thirty five year old women in St. Charles County who are single right how many of them have no debt how many of them have college degrees how many of them have no kids how many have no kids that's the thing no there, te- there are so I've, many kids no, who don't have daddies around yes around here right yes now. <laughs> yes it's scary how many of them uh, have a steady income with you know. But basically, is what I'm saying is that sexual market value today is is dominated by how you look, yeah, your fuckability, yeah. And I think we we for, we've forgotten in the past couple generations that sexual market value is actually dominated or should be dominated in a healthy environment by many other things, right? Your ability to care for a domicile and children, whether right. you're a man or a woman, right? You you know because there's various roles within that definition. Your ability to Earn a living, yeah. right? Your ability to uh, keep from staying, to not to run afoul of the law, right? Mm-hmm. To be uh, to be somebody who could be dependable and counted on, right? Yeah. Your ability to provide whatever that is, whether a man or a woman, right? Yeah. It used to be back in the day. Not anymore. Not anymore. It's only how you look. It's how you look. And oh, we made a kid together, so guess we got to. I it. guess we got to get married now, and that's how you pick a mate. I listened to a little bit of Hilarious on the way back from Arkansas, Louis C.K., uh-huh. and that part where he's talking about uh, the hot girl at the bar. That's so true. Like he's like, he's like, what do you, what do you, who are you? What do you do? People yeah. want to fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's what you do. Yep. And that's like, not just that's not just women though. There are men out there. Yeah. Like, yeah. what do you do? I get laid. Yeah. I I have a bullshit job and I subsist and I yeah. and I get fucked a yeah. lot. Yeah. I haven't I I you know. That's it. Couple new girl every every couple weeks. Right. And you're like so what do you what utility are you adding to the hu- human experience? What are right. what do you do that affects other people? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Seen a lot of them naked. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I just, I, do, I just die every time I hear that I people want to fuck me. <laughs> Cuz it's true, man. <clears throat> And that's the thing, like, because because occasionally, you know, whether it's with somebody or you know, whatever, whatever happens, you know, I found myself in a in a bar or or dare I say, close to what would be like a club uh-huh. here in St. Charles, uh-huh. right? And so you look around, and it's like that's that's all of these people. Yeah, they don't provide anything. They're not doing anything. Yeah, they're not. They're, not, they're just people want to fuck them. Yep. <laughs> that's it. That's yep. it. Speaking of which, that's it. Uh, a toast. Yeah. That law got passed in St. Charles. Oh, yeah. Two clubs and bars have shut down in the past month. Mm. Sen- no, no. I'll drink to that. Yeah. 
Because the law went into effect into, into effect January first. Two places were it's what the seventh. So two places were trying to do it and is, couldn't. Is, was is well, what you're saying? Well, no, they they realized that they wouldn't be able to, so yeah, they just, just didn't like, even try yeah. to do it. But <laughs> so probably by the in, end of this month, in we'll say another one, one month or yeah. in in one week, yeah, two places already were like throwing the towel because they knew they had no chance of being able to do it. Right, Bobby's place, which is the oh thank fuck the, that, the oh. Hick Sports Bar oh, that's on Jesus. Main Street. What a horrible, horrible Dude. cesspool of human yes. beings. Yes, I mean, now the, those horrible cesspools. You want to talk about beings. draining the swamp? That's draining our swamp. Fucking Bobby's. Well, now they have to go somewhere else and, and infect somewhere else with their stupidity, like their stupid <laughs> hick. Right. Like hockey. And it's, it's like a hockey bar. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a hockey bar that plays like Usher. It's fucking, it's, it's yeah. horrible. Yeah. And it's they're horrible. Everybody looks like they're, they should be in a Brad Paisley video. Yeah. <laughs> but. But they talk like they should be in a little John video. Oh, God. Oh. No, 100%. You nailed it. Yeah. Look like they should be in a Brad Paisley video. Talk like they should be in a little John video. Mm-hmm. Yep. And are fucking dumb as the people in, in both of those crowds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, Undertow. Yeah. Undertow yeah. Is, now, is now shut down as well. What's the other big one down there? Q. We gotta yeah. Get, we got to get Q out Quite essential. Well, see... There's several places down there that are trying to do it. And Q, actually, when they opened up, they were... It was like a restaurant Well, it was restaurant until 7 or until 8 p.m. Right. And then they... Nightclub. And you had the Brad Paisley video. Then they would clear it. They, at 8 p.m., they clear out all the tables. Right. And it's... I think they start, stop their dinner service at 7, clear out the tables, and at 8 o'clock, it's a club. Right. Um... But uh, I think they're still going to try to do it, but I don't think they're going to be able to because Q does 90% of their business. Oh, of course. After when the dance floor opens Club up. hours, yeah. So I don't think that they're going to be able to. Unless, they, unless the, they're going to put a d- numerical value on the fucking cherries and the drinks. Yeah. And now that, well, I mean, this summer, this year, you have at least four new restaurants I know that are going to be opening up. Plus, yeah. plus Undertow and Bobby's Place are going to come up as retail or as a uh, as open locations, right? You know, so I don't see. So what St. Charles needs right now is one of two things. If you were a sleazy like like a lawyer or an accountant, mm-hmm. game fucking on, man. Because I'll bet Q is looking for you right now to doctor those books for the city. <laughs> That's number one. That's the number one number one money making opportunity. The number two money making opportunity is a real estate investor. Yeah, you start buying a Bobby's place, you start buying an undertow. Whole goddamn Main Street could be yours. Yeah, let's be serious. <laughs> I know exactly. I I don't know why these fools didn't come to me, right. the restaurant genius that I am. Yeah, it's true. Because I knew exactly what to do to keep Bobby's place in business. Right. You have a special. Yeah. It's a twenty dollars special. Right. It's a frozen pizza and two shots. Right. It's din- You call it dinner and drink special. You run that all the time. You want to buy a shot. Right. Or you know, it's dinner and two and four shots. Right. You know. Yeah, they might be $5 shots, and you're paying t- normal. So you take the shot that costs you 4 bucks right. a shot, and you charge 5 bucks, and you put it in a package deal, and you put a little convection oven in the back that runs Jack's frozen, frozen pizzas <laughs> through it 24-7 <laughs> all day long. Yeah. And you bring out little shitty frozen pizzas in a basket, and you say, this pizza cost us 12 or $13. Those four shots cost us 7 Yeah. And that's how you do it. You say, it's a, it's a deal. It's right. a package deal. You you can't get Fireball right. unless you buy this pizza with it. Right. The pizza was thirteen quote unquote dollars yeah. worth of it. The Fireball was seven quote unquote dollars worth of it. Right. And that's how you do it. 
Keep the doors the extra, open. The extra 15% of that whole thing offsets the rest of the alcohol you set, but almost everybody who comes in that the door that night gets Wants a fireball. Well, no, but but <laughs> but they every single person and who comes through the door ends up buying a $1 shitty Jack's frozen pizza and you say it costs them you charge them 13. Right. Done. Done. When I get big enough I'm going to have you cook my books, man. Okay. <laughs> And as long as you grease the right hands locally, right? I wonder. I wonder how much of that, like, because you got to figure. Well, it was the back across the bridge law. I mean, it was. It was. But on the flip side, don't you think the this, city's this going to see a hit in revenue? Or you think the casino is just going to make up for it for all the clowns that go there? Because the casino doesn't have that rule. Am I right? No, it's no. just North Maine. No, the casino is is exempt. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, th- or you think it, that's the plan? It was Just Saint, you into the casino. No, it was Saint Charles. It's, safe, it's, it's Saint, over twenty one. It's Saint Charles it's city limits, and the casino is outside of Saint Charles city limits because it's technically on the water. Right, but I mean, I mean, in terms of like they're still they're still part of the county, but they are outside. I mean, the, in terms of revenue, because the yeah. city the city is obviously going to see a little bit of a hit. I mean, you got Undertow, Bobby's, potentially more. Yes, but I think I think because you think it'll be offset by the casino traffic. Well, I think it'll be offset. I don't think it'll be offset by very many other things. Right. Um, I think you will see more. Not going to be grandma's cookies. You see, well, you'll see more <laughs> casino traffic, but I think it behooves St. Charles to keep its image. Uh, yes, its image yeah. as hometown America, hometown Main Street, right? White bread, touristy, kitschy, historic thing. You know, yeah, kitschy shopping and hi- enough history to keep grandpa interested. There's a college. Yeah. You know, uh, suburbanite lifestyle. Yeah. Um. But St. Charles, pe- the people of St. Charles know all too well the lesson that was St. Charles Mills Mall. Oh, God. And they're not going to let it happen again. And that's the reason why this, this and it's it's a good thing for the city. It You know, it might not be the good thing for the, you know, the dudes who are trying to get laid on Main Street. But, right. Hey, you know, dudes <laughs> can get laid anywhere. Dwight's gym for muscles. You got to get the black people to do it to get the white people to do it. Then you got to get the black people to stop doing it to keep the <laughs> He's he's right. Yeah, he is. He's no. right. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, that's why. That's why when kombucha came, became a thing, you know, you know, uh, LeBron James was like kombucha. That's <laughs> what gets me on the court. Yeah. There's a kombucha on Amazon. It's supposed to be made in Czechoslovakia. I almost yeah. bought a case the other day. There's a name that we floated. Um. I mentioned about the, the the meeting we had had with uh, yeah at work the naming about the name for the the potential new place yeah and uh, there was a name that we all kind of liked a little bit but we looked and but it you was, guys you said you did decide on Addison's yes right? we did okay yes okay, um, perfect <laughs> Addison's on Main <laughs> come on down <laughs> guess what we sell a Jack's Pizza two fireball shots. <laughs> Only it's gin. <laughs> yeah. Two shots of beef eaters. Oh, see? I'm in there. Yeah. I'm I'm down. There's nothing like pizza after after a few gins. Some pizza in Tanqueray. <laughs> um some of that blue sapphire. I love it. Oh I, love uh, it. I prefer Hendrix these days though. No, what was I, I was I was about to say, um I lost it again. I'm sorry. Oh, naming. The naming. Of the potential. Oh yeah, there was there was something we, we all like kind of like the name, but there's this guy selling kombucha at a kombucha bar in St. Louis <laughs> with a kind of similar name, so we didn't want to. 
Mm. Didn't want to go with that. Kombucha Con. Yeah, I don't know. Are you a keynote speaker at this year's Kombucha Con? I have not drank enough kombucha <laughs> in the past couple. I, I haven't even had a kombucha this year. What? I know. It's been a couple weeks. Horrible. Since I, I just realized the time. I got I to go put my kids to bed. Oh. It's been it's been a minute since I was on the kombucha train. No. Yeah. And I got I got some uh But do you feel do you feel as if as if you've regressed? Now that you've stopped like are you like, oh I feel terrible now that I stopped drinking no. kombucha? No. So you think it's snake oil? Or do you think it actually No, I don't something? think it's snake oil. I think there is something to it because it it But if you don't feel any different, who gives a shit? Well it's a lot better all than, my feelings, man. It's a lot better than drinking a fucking soda. Yeah, but just drink water. Well, yeah, you could drink water too, but sometimes you want to have, you know, a carbonated vinegar experience, <laughs> and that is what kombucha gives when, me. When does people want that? I want to drink some vinegar and feel a little bubbly on the roof of my mouth. Is that a crime? I, I guess not. I don't. And sometimes when you get a little piece of the mother in the kombucha uh-huh. and you're finishing her off, yeah, that last swig and you feel yeah. a little sl- slip of slime down drip down the back of your throat. Yeah. Man, reminds me. <laughs> Is this? I can't believe they didn't invite you back to KombuchaCon this year. I mean, you had such a rousing speech last year. I mean, kombucha kombucha is technically 05 percent alcohol, <laughs> and I may have drinking enough kombucha to get legally drunk. Uh huh. Yeah, and pissed <laughs> in one of the kombucha tanks. Well, so what happens at KombuchaCon? You know what they say? Yeah, it gets it's you blackballed from all the hippie drum circles. It's yeah, <laughs> hippie drum circles. Oh, somebody wanted to talk about AOC, but we already did. I don't know if you missed the last one. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. He said, he said, "Smash or pass." We already talked about that. Oh, smash. totally, smash, smash, totally all smash. the way, smash. Yeah, like and and what's the deep state up to with her though? He did ask. Gang bang. Get, She's a socialist. She got a share. <laughs> Christ. And with that. <laughs> Uh, I did hear. Did you hear Anderson Cooper ask her? And I don't really like Anderson Cooper. Anderson Pooper. Anderson Pooper. That's right. Anderson in the pooper. Uh, because he's gay. Or or maybe not. Maybe he puts it in the pooper. You think he's top? Could be. He seemed, he seemed a little fruity for a top. Yeah, but he's serious. Most bottoms. That's true. Most bottoms aren't that serious. That's right. Like he when he comes to me talking talking about global warming, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. This could be real. Down. Yeah. This could be real. And then I think, no, he's just bullshit because of CNN. <laughs> no, he asked. He asked her. He was like, I don't, I don't know what she was on or some interview or something. And he, and She's he, probably on drugs. And he was like, uh, I mean, just point blank, which makes me wonder, like, what what the real story is, or you know, if she's because I would think Anderson Cooper wouldn't be this direct if Anderson, she was Anderson the chosen Pooper. one. Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. I, I don't know if he would be this direct if she was the chosen one. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, he's like, so some of your programs uh, that you propose and that you talk about, the Green New Deal. Yeah. He, he's like, he's like. I forget the exact word. He was like, who's going to pay for it? <laughs> and I was like, this is, man. Yeah. I might take him in the pooper. And he's like, who's going to pay for it? And she, and then she just, she does like this ridiculous argument. Where let she's me like, guess. Let me guess. Hold on. Let me hit the finer points. She said, uh, carbon tax, <laughs> raise taxes on this, on the ultra wealthy, which by the way, they've been trying to do for, for years. 50 yeah. years. Yeah. And is, is, you know, Right, they they go up a little bit, but it's never sweeping taxes that pay for everything. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, she's gonna she's going to. I said carbon tax, but uh, tax big business right. on their wasteful spending and <laughs> and uh, those who aren't carbon neutral. 
Right. No, see, if she'd given that answer, I would have accepted it. It's horseshit, but I, I get where you're coming from, in theory. Mm-hmm. No, her answer was, well, we don't ask who's going to pay for the wall. Uh, yeah, we Really? Because fucking every headline I've seen in the last 48 hours has been asking how we're going to yeah. pay for the wall. <laughs> like what? Given, given the government shutdown... Does Donald Trump really think that he can get money from Congress? I, I was blown away. I was like, because uh, he's like, well, I don't. We don't ask how we're going to pay for the things that we already do. Yeah, smart people do. Uh, uh, I don't taxes. They taxes AOC. They taxes. <laughs> but it was it was kind of funny because people and make money. The government takes like, some well, of that money. People make money. The government through tyranny steals some of that money. That's <laughs> true. And then things get paid for that, like you know, the wall. pampers for people who don't want to have jobs. <laughs> Uh, AOC uh, is getting checked hard right now, though. Be- mm. uh, in uh, in the Senate, um, in or at least I'm sorry, in the House, uh, which is part of the Senate. Um, she's getting checked real hard because Pelosi, you know, she's Speaker now, and and um, she's desperately trying to rein in. It's it's funny because there are about six or seven new Congress people, right? Congress persons. And they're all woman, women, Ugh. and they're all like women of color. There's a Muslim in there. There's a couple of Pacific Islanders. There's AOC. There's uh, you know, there's uh, some uh, someone who's of Chinese descent, and they're all like foaming at the mouth, and have those huge bases behind them of their constituents and people who voted for them. Right. And they're kind of like this mini celebrity in Washington. And they're all trying to con- to you know run, um, push their their agendas real real hard. The first couple weeks they're in offices, they're they're all freshmen, uh, congressmen, Congress people, Congress persons, but they're all trying real hard to get their stuff through without you know paying their dues first. Which that's the way. Like you're a freshman, you got to pay your dues first, and then you go you get reelected. And then you get reelected again, and then you show that you can continue to get reelected, and that's when you actually have start to have some power in Washington. When you sh- when you when you prove to the Democrats or the Republicans that you can hold down your seat right for a long period of time, then you're right. they can depend on you to in your vote and to ha- control that seat and keep it away from the other party. Then people start to listen to you, and then you can get on committees, and that's when you start to have a voice. AOC is just the public enemy number one when it comes to the Democrats because there are all these thorns in the side of Pelosi right now of these <laughs> she literally has like a gaggle of women's of women new freshman congresspersons women of color strong independent diverse women's following her around clucking at her making her <laughs> life a living hell Donald Trump <laughs> and the Republicans are nowhere near Nan- they're not even on her radar as problems right for her the, the average people may think that, that they are, but she's having so much time or so much trouble controlling the clucking hens. These clucking hens <laughs> who who got elected on we're right. strong women's and we can change whatever we want. We can do it. Yay. <laughs> Rosie the Riveter. Plus he's like, God damn it. Yeah. And then the <laughs> the one woman controlling controlling the Democrat Party is like now is like, God damn these cunts. <laughs> All up in my business. Like I'm having enough problems. I gotta with, deal with this shit. I gotta have enough problems with Trump and Mitch McConnell. <laughs> now I gotta listen to some 29 year old. Uh, right. Uh, Tell me about how nobody can afford anything. Some 20, been that way for years. Some 29 year old <laughs> spick. 
you know how many times You're Nancy Pelosi zero carbon emissions. Hold, hold on, no stop that. Stop. You know how many times Nancy Pelosi has said the word "spick bitch" <laughs> in the past two months? <laughs> a lot. A lot. Yeah, it's a true. lot. It's true. Pull this up. I'm pretty sure this is it. Within 12 years. That is the goal. It's ambitious. And how is that possible? You're talking about everybody having to drive an electric car. It's going to require a lot of rapid change that we don't even conceive as possible right now. What is the problem with trying (laughs) to push our technological capacities to the furthest extent possible? This would require the raising taxes. There's an L. Well, I was going to say, she's fucking retarded here. There's a quote. I I love this quote by her, and it's a meme, and I'll I'll find it and send it to you later on. So you can post it for the listener, maybe. But it's of AOC, uh-huh. and it's her with her like her derp face, yeah. which I love. It's yeah. it's you, you want to hate fuck the shit I was out of this say, derp I face. You were gonna say that, okay? <laughs> and I know, I know it's a little that's 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 a little, little bit gross, little close, yeah. But it's this derp face she does with her mouth wide open. She's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like kind of half smiling, half like Joker grin. Yeah, she seriously does look like the Joker sometimes. Yeah. But she said, the quote is, we have to invest in technologies that haven't even been invented yet. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what we got to do. Bitch, how the fuck you you invest in something that hasn't even been invented yet? Element where, yeah, there people are going to have to start paying their fair share in taxes. Do you have a specific on the tax rate? You know, Specifics. you look at our tax rates back in the 60s. What? And when you have a progressive tax rate system, your tax rate, you know, let's say from zero to $75,000 may be 10% or 15%, et cetera. But once you get to like the tippy top. The tip, the tippy top. The tippy top. The tippy, tippy top, top is number two, but number one is, bitch, you need 10% for nobody. Yeah. Okay, yeah. not in this country. Yeah. Okay. I, on your 10 It goes from zero dollar. to 18 real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Exactly. It goes from zero to 18. There is no one through 17 tax bracket right. as far as percentage uh, Sometimes goes. you see tax rates as high as 60 or 70%. That doesn't mean all $10 million are taxed at an extremely high rate, but it means that as you climb up this ladder, you should be contributing more. What you are talking about, just big picture, is a radical agenda compared to the way politics is done right now mm. well i think that it only <laughs> has ever been radicals that have changed this country abraham lincoln made the radical God. decision to sign the the emancipation proclamation franklin delano roosevelt Pause. made the radical <laughs> also the war kind of helped with that <laughs> abraham lincoln didn't want to sign the emancipation proclamation right because the emancipation proclamation was saying you have to do this. Yep. He wanted the states to all decide to get rid of it themselves. Yep. He did not want it to be a federal. Abraham Lincoln made the hard, agonizing choice with the Emancipation Proclamation to split a nation in two. Yeah. There are a lot. Of, uh, there are a myriad of other opposing forces or other forces at play there, and that's a gross oversimplification of the of the whole Civil War right. climate. But that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Right. So he made the agonizing decision. This this wasn't he wasn't like I'm a hero for I'm a great freeing man. black right. people. Right. He was like But we have people. no choice but to look at it like that in today's climate. I, I guess, but it's, she's framing Abraham Lincoln entirely wrong. Decision to embark on establishing programs like social security. That is radical. Do you call yourself a radical? Yeah, you know, if that's what radical means, call me a radical. 
That wasn't the one I thought. I was call me radical, but yeah. whatever. I'm not a fan, and she sounds really stupid. There. She's fuckable, Almost Donald stupid Trump. As she's as fuckable, <laughs> Donald Trump. She's Wait, like, are you saying she's on the other side of the aisle? Are you saying Trump's not fuckable? No, but he says stupid shit all the time. Yeah, but he's fuckable. He 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 makes blanket statements with nothing to back them up. Would you sleep with Trump if you could sleep with Melania? No. Really? No. You can do whatever you want with Melania. You got you to slob Donald's knob. No. No. Anything you want. That's gay. Melania is not okay. that attractive. All right. You sent that cowboy emoji. <laughs> Did you see my reply? Did you ever yeah, see my yeah. 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 Just replied to you get gayer every day. <laughs> Addison sent me a text. He's like, headed your way yeah. to come do the podcast and I was playing Red Dead Redemption. So I just, f- I just sent an emoji with a cowboy hat on it <laughs> as my response. The first time I think I've replied to anything you've sent in like two days. Uh, no, well, maybe, but yeah. th- I think that's the first time you've ever sent an emoji that I that I'm aware of. Yeah, maybe. I mean, me and Dan were always doing the flame ones for the memes, you know, and yeah. one, one through five, we rate the rate the meme based on the flames. Yeah, that's disrespectful. I was gonna say I, K, I, I was gonna say you. K or OK or something like that, but then I saw the emoji. I'm like, oh, I'll send him a farting emoji. No farting emojis, but I saw the one with the cowboy hat. I'm like, oh, Red Dead Redemption. Why are you in the way that you are? All right, man. Yeah, let's. I gotta, I gotta go put the kids. In let's bed. end it. An hour forty. Are you kidding me? Oh my god! Tremendous amount of value in this episode, listener. Anyway, uh, I hope so. Thanks for listening. Hit us up on Facebook. I know we really didn't get the listener thanks. Did anybody say anything? No, it was AOC, and then the other guy said, uh, he, "Well, he said AOC too," and then he said he asked about something else. Well, let's let's address that in the next show because we we can do that. Yeah, I gotta go put my kids in bed. A, a long time, but but. If you got any questions for us, got any comments for us, anything you want us to talk about or ramble on or rant on, uh, hit us up on Facebooks. Yeah, it's true. And also, if you like Amazon, click the banner on our website. Or don't. Just go to the website yourself. Whatever. We don't really care because, you know. It's a hobby. Yeah. If you want to support the show, send us some money. Just (laughs) money. Um, Just cash in the mail. Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll say, good job. Shout out on you. To the, on the next show, you gave us money. That's right. Fantastic. Yeah. I guess that about does it. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audioland. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.